Welcome to another episode of Empowering You, focusing on fine-tuning and owning your voice, as well as asserting yourself as a powerful woman, a podcast filled with personal stories and real-world examples that can be applied immediately. It's a new day. Own your voice and embrace you with your host, Shantara Chapman. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Empowering You. And today I want to talk to you about your workplace. Um, I was asked to write an article for Fast Company Magazine about gender equal workplaces. What are some things that companies can do to ensure that their workplace is amenable to both men and women? And I had to think about this, you know, fairly quickly for the article, but it I've really been thinking about it since then, just some of the things that came to mind as I started to think about the um, places I've worked, both when I was in corporate America and even when I was just working uh, with other clients and the workplaces that I'd been in. And a couple of things came to mind. The first one actually came to mind because of a client. I was sitting in a conference room with my clients and uh, one being a female and one was a man and they were talking about the company store. As you know, a lot of companies have company stores where they you can purchase uh, products that are branded merchandise about the company so you can have, you know, team pride. And they also use some of those items to give away when you do well, you reach a milestone within your career or with your team, your team has done well and they will give you kind of a voucher or something to go out to the company store to get branded merchandise. Well, she was talking about the company store and she said, I really wish you guys would think a little bit more about women when you are choosing the items to put in the store. And the gentleman said, what do you mean? And she says, well, right now we're doing a promotion on our brand new company polo shirts. And he was like, yeah, they look great. And she said, yes, they do look great. But have you ever stopped to think that women don't wear polo shirts as much as men do? And he just looked. She says, think about it. You wear a polo shirt and slacks pretty much every day to work, as do most men that work in this office. Women don't wear polo shirts as much. So when we're given a polo shirt as a gift or when the company is promoting something, it's always something that seems to really lean more towards the man than to than the woman. So I would love for you guys to really think about that the next time you put new branded items in the company store. And he looked at her and he said, something to think about. And he just moved on with the rest of the, the what he was going to say about the meeting that we were coming for. He didn't pause. He didn't say, let me take a note to make a change. He just said, hmm, something to think about. And it moved on. And it made me think that is how we are still treated when it comes to, um, you know, gender equality in the workplace. When we start to think about all of the things that are different or that we wish would be different uh, to make it more equal in our workplace. And we've decided to speak up 
at any given time. She spoke about the polo shirt. Some may speak about having a room for women to breastfeed uh, because they've you know, been out on maternity leave and they need to be able to pump and things of that nature. Sometimes you're, if you're lucky, you get someone who's really open to hearing you. And then other times you get like this gentleman was the guy that just said, hmm, something to consider and move on. So what do we do? What do we do about it when we are trying to uh, go through the proper channels to get something done, to ensure that us as women, professional women, have the same amenities as men? How do we get that done? I would say the first thing is we wouldn't stop talking. We don't ever let them not hear our voice. The one thing that I hear a lot from women is when they go to work and they don't want to hear from us. They don't want to hear anything I have to say. So I'm going to come to work, put my head down, do my job. That's it. Well, that's all fine and good if that's all you want to do is get a paycheck. But if you are planning to be there for the long haul and you do see all of these disparities between men and women, how is sitting quietly and not saying a word going to help the cause? How is it going to help your cause? I would say that you want to speak up. I would say every time there's an opportunity, you do bring it up. Don't let them forget about it. And it's not that you have to, you know, protest. It's not that you have to do a freedom march for every single issue because polo shirts is not really a huge, huge issue. But if it's something that you want to take on, Figure out the proper channels and just make sure that they hear you. Um, this young lady who was speaking to that gentleman in front of me that day, she could easily send an email to, you know, the, the person that she knows manages all of the merchandise. She can go visit them in their office. She can continue to have the conversations, utilize some of the affinity groups that she belongs to, to bring it up as an issue there as well. So it's never forgotten that we really need to look at doing something other than polo shirts in this company. That is what we should do. One of the other things that I think about when I think about gender equality is a situation that I had years ago where I had an idea that I felt like would, you know, should be investigated or at least needed to be heard uh, to fix an issue with our, within our office. We'd been talking about a particular issue for a while and I was like, you know, I think I know how we can fix this or at least how we can go about addressing the issue. So I went to my supervisor and I started to explain to him what the issue was and, and, and explain to him what I felt like my solution would be or the things that I've been thinking about. And before he could even allow me to finish, he says, ah, you can go talk to Brandon about that. He's our go-to guy for those type of things. And I was kind of taken aback and I just said, okay. So I've set some time to chat with Brandon. And so I went and I've known Brandon, so no big deal, right? So I go and have a conversation with Brandon. And before I could even finish once again, it was, mm, that probably won't work. But thanks for thinking about it. I, you know, I think I got this covered. It was very short meet. It was a very short meeting. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Well, I would say, you know, within 30 days or so, probably a month later, I was sitting in a meeting and we were presenting, they were presenting some of the positive uh, possible solutions for the issue that I, again, was trying to give my input on. 
And lo and behold, did I not hear the same idea that I presented to Brandon? I heard that idea and I was thinking, boy, maybe he actually took my advice or thought it through. I wish he would have told me about it. Well, no, he presented the idea as his own. And he was standing there getting praise from the bosses about an idea that was mine. Women far too often know this situation to be true, have lived through this situation. And the one thing that I would say here again is go back to your voice. How are you going to address it? For me, how was I going to address the fact that I'd given that idea and it was considered nothing, but when it came out of Brandon's mouth, it was everything. It was the best thing ever. And I think about the fact that Brandon was a white male. Was that the issue? They needed to hear it from one of their own. But my problem was you should have at least said that I gave you the idea. You should have given me credit because I tried to speak with you about it. So what did I do? I first thing I gave Brandon an opportunity. I went and had a conversation with Brandon about it. And he said, I did tell the bosses that you did it, but you know them, they never really get it completely. You know, that's kind of the, the thing we have around this office. Everybody's moving so fast. They don't really listen. And my thought was, okay, Brandon, since you say you did speak to them about it, I'll make sure that when it's time for my review or when it comes up again, I will be sure that I, you know, just kind of thank them for adding my idea to the roster and we'll see what happens with it. Well, Brandon looked a little, you know, crazy. He kind of looked crazy, but he couldn't tell me no not to do it because it was my idea. And I don't know if he, you know, felt like it would be a he said, she said thing. It didn't even cross my mind that they wouldn't believe me. So we were at a company picnic and I did just walk up to one of the bosses. We were chatting about, you know, just small talk. And I just said, hey, I want to thank you for, you know, at least acknowledging my idea. When I talked to Brandon about it, I wasn't sure if he, he agreed with it. But it sounds like, you know, you guys felt like this was a great idea. I really appreciate you guys, you know, taking something of mine and moving it forward. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help progress it. And he looked a little, hmm, like he was thinking about it. He was definitely off guard a little bit. And I was okay with that. I just needed him to know that this wasn't a idea that came from Brandon and two, that I was not going to allow them to keep me quiet. Because a lot of times what we do is we, we just be quiet about it and we be like, here we go again. They took my idea. There's nothing I can do about it. No, I mean, if they're moving forward with the idea and you're a part of the team, then great. It was all about the team, but you still want to ensure that they know that that came from you because see, in corporate America, it's all about how you, the value you add. And that's the conversation that's going to happen with you when it's time for you to get a promotion, when it's time for you to get a raise. The question is, what have you done? So you want to be sure they know what you've done. And in this situation, I needed them to understand that that was something that I, that was part of my brainchild. I was willing to move forward with it, but I also was the one who came up with it. So it wasn't just that I had given the, um, taken the initiative to say I would work on this project. I took the initiative and actually brought forth the idea. 
And those are the things that we need to ensure that we're doing because these days people don't tell you 100% of the truth. I mean, to honestly, they rarely tell you 70% of the truth. So when you're going into an office and you're trying to understand what it's going to take to take you to the next level in corporate America, you're not going to get everything because they don't want to tell you it's still a good old boy network. They don't want to tell you, you're going to have to know somebody to get somewhere in this company. They don't want to tell you that they already have decided that they were not going to give you but a 1% pay increase, which is by the way, really not a pay increase. So go in there prepared for that conversation. Know that they are already. Know that they're already prepared. Know that their job is to ensure that they get you at the best deal possible. Think about it like negotiating the car. I know we don't like to do it, but it has to happen, right? So the car dealer's job is to ensure that one, he sells you the car, but sells you the car at the best price that he can in order to get the most commission for himself and or the dealership. So it's never really about what you can afford. It's about what they can make. And that's the same type of situation when you're in corporate America and you're trying to negotiate salary. It is their job to ensure that they make you happy by giving you something as a pay increase or offering you something as a decent salary. But quite frankly, it's about the deal. What are you bringing to the table? And what is the least amount that I can get you to come over here and work with me for? That's why it's so important for you to uh, negotiate because they're thinking on what's the least amount I can get. And in your mind, you should be saying, what is the most I can get? Because there is no way, not one job in corporate America is ever going to really pay you your worth because you're worth more than what they're going to be willing to pay. So you may as well go in for as much as you possibly can. I mean, what do you have at stake? Your family, you have the rest of your career, and you have a resource that will never be given back. And that is your time. That is something that you can never get back, which means regardless of what kind of refund is given to you later, what type of bonus is paid to you at a later date, it does not make up for the amount of time and energy that you will always have to give them. Don't feel bad about negotiating your worth. Understand that it's an obligation to do so. And those are things that we need to know about trying to be in an equal workplace. We sometimes demand gender equality from these companies, but we need to understand there are things that we can do to set the bar. We need them to know in order to have me here and my greatness and all of my fantasticness, you need to meet me at my level, which is most likely above you, and then exceed that. That is what we need to be doing. I've had people in corporate America tell me I have too much integrity. I don't understand what that means. How can you have too much of something such as integrity? I have too many morals. No one could possibly live up to what I expect of them. Those were things that were put in, put in my performance review. Now, my response to him was, I think you think this is a bad thing. This is not a bad thing for me. It is a bad thing, however, for you. So really knowing who you are 
and knowing what you're willing to accept will dictate how much you demand in the way of gender equality in your workplace, whether it is your pay, whether it is promotional items and gifts and incentives that you receive, or even, um, you know, some of the other things such as um, them being able to listen to you and hearing your voice in meetings or making your voice heard in meetings, being open um, to mentors and mentees. These are things that we all need and we want. And these are things that we should, you know, should be almost a given to have in corporate America or in different workplaces, but they're not there in the same capacity for men as they are for women or for women as they are for men. And so we just have to be cognizant of it. We have to be willing to open up about it and we have to be willing to voice our opinions. It doesn't have to be loud, but we have to use our voices if we expect anyone to treat us equally. And that conversation can't ever end. These conversations can never end. We need to continuously chip away at those barriers, continuously move forward and move forward. And before you know it, you're at the top of the mountain and you can reach down and pull others up. I hope that makes sense to you, but I just, it just really was on me to be able to talk a little bit about it after I wrote that article. And so I hope you got something from it. I hope it honestly is something that you can take back to your workplace and maybe there's some things you you can implement. You can use your voice this upcoming week. So thank you for listening to this episode of Empowering You. If you want to know what we're doing with Empowering You, or if you want to purchase the book, go out to Empowering You, E-M-P-O-W-H-E-R-I-N-G-Y-O-U.com, EmpoweringYou.com, and you can purchase the book from that website. You can also go out there and um, see, I have a couple of other tour dates. I'm getting um, ready to go to Raleigh, North Carolina. And so I'm super excited about speaking at the Women's Empower Expo. And I'll be able to sell books there as well. So um, thank you. Uh, again, uh, listen to this. Um, you can listen to this podcast on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and share it with your network. If you have questions for me about this podcast or know someone that I can, you want me to interview, then uh, hit us up on our Facebook page, Empowering You. We have this Facebook page there for people to ask questions and people to talk. Um, if you are not a member of the page, just um, request to be a member. And of course, I will let you in. So again, thank you for listening to Empowering You. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Goodbye.